for mint. Green cough medicine. Mmm, antiseptic and antibellum. I said to the man, go to Shangri-La, get your back walked on. Did he listen to his doctor? No. and Cabot's hair sprout, a harvest of hair in every bottle. Here's one from Clear to his draft board. Is it ticking? Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always, my good pal, Simon. Gentlemen, today we're discussing season six, episode 23, Potter's Retirement. It's the 145th episode overall, directed by Will Jurgensen, written by Lawrence Marks, originally aired on February 20th, 1978, and the production code is Y120. This is Class A number one hooch, Waldo, but it's way too smooth. I'm used to putting my fist through the wall to help get it down. <laughs> oh, boy, it's good to see you, Sherm. You're looking great. That's the fourth good to see you and the second looking great since I walked in here. What's on your mind, Waldo? Sherm, you and I have been friends for a long time. Here it comes. I've heard a lot of talk about you. Negative talk about you and the 4077th. What is it this time? Somebody forgot to wear their dress gloves and surgery? This is different, Sherm. Lack of leadership. Lapses of discipline. Bypassing regulations. Apparently some of your people aren't too happy with you. What do you mean, my people? The beefs are coming from inside your unit. I can't believe that. Sherm, would I have brought you up here if I thought it was the usual latrine scuttlebutt? My own people? It happens. But Sherm, if this sort of thing keeps up, the spam can hit the fan. I don't understand it. Sherm, you have one year to retirement. Now let's make it an easy one. I can transfer you to any stateside post you want. You name it. And you don't know who's sending these reports? All I know is it's an inside job. What difference does it make? What difference? 4077th is not just a roster of people. It's my family. Up until now, my loyal family. And the plot summary for this episode, when Colonel Potter learns of an informant feeding negative reports on his command bad enough to prompt an outside inspection, he decides to retire and leave the MASH 4077th for good. Turn it off. Oh, but sir! I said turn that radio off. Let me have your attention. Next Tuesday, there's going to be a surprise inspection. Oh. Oh. Now, the reason for this inspection, my butt is on the block. There have been bad reports about this unit floating around headquarters. That's okay, though. Bad reports never bothered me. They never will. I don't retreat from a fight. They want efficiency. I'm going to show them efficiency and pride, everything they said we haven't got. That report's going to be so clean you can operate on it. Right. Hey. You betcha. I'm going to show them not only the best damn mass unit in the Army, but the best unit, period. And uh, right after that, I'm going home. What? what do you mean? You heard me. I'm leaving. I'm putting in for a transfer. I'm spending my last few months stateside. That's all. Good night. Uh-huh. 
For our guest stars, we start off with Peter Hobbs, who plays General Waldo Kent. Peter was a French-born American character actor known for his roles on Broadway, television, and film. He had appearances and recurring roles on Barney Miller, Lou Grant, The Odd Couple, The Doris Day Show, The Facts of Life, Knott's Landing, The FBI, and The Tim Conway Show. Hobbs played Peter Ames on the CBS daytime series The Secret Storm from 1954 to 1962. And Johnny Hamer returns as Sergeant Zelmo Zale. Then we have Kenneth White, who plays Corporal Denny. 65 credits to his resume, including Star Trek Enterprise, Apollo 13, and Dallas. George Weiner plays Corporal Benson, and he's best known for his role as ADA Bernstein on the series Hill Street Blues. And we have Eden Kent, who returns as Nurse Bigelow. All right, Colonel, we're waiting for an explanation. And wait outside. I still don't want to talk about it. There are a lot of people around here with their jaws scraping on the ground from that bombshell you dropped last night. You've got to talk about it. Got to? Get out of here. Who do you think you're talking to? A couple of strangers? We want an explanation. We're going to stay here until we get one. I can call the MPs. They want an explanation, too. Look, let's stop the hostility festival and discuss it, okay? Please? We've been halfway through a war and back together. You always that. Those bad reports I mentioned last night have been coming from inside this camp. One of us? I try to make this bed of nails a little more comfortable, and this is how I get paid off. One of my own people stabs me in the back with a fountain pen. A simple thank you would have sufficed. I can't believe it. Believe it. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to write to Mildred. She might want to know about this, too. Come in, Radar. This is terrible. Gee, he's such a wonderful commander. Who'd be lousy enough to spy on a guy like that? Floor is open for nominations. Let's analyze this. We're looking for somebody who's discontented. Yeah. Resentful. And has a personal beef with the colonel. Who am I describing? Klinger? No. No. Charles? Hmm. All right, so let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I will start us off. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of my favorite episodes. Okay. Um, just because it's obviously, I'm a huge Potter fan, and this is Potter-centric. I thought the opening scene <laughs> between Hawkeye, Radar, and Potter was amazing. Gabby, Radio City Music Hall and step on it. There's an extra five in it for you if we get there in time for the Rockettes. Sorry, I'm off duty. Where are you staying, Colonel? Officer's quarters. Big mistake. It's only a one-star hotel. Enemy POW camps get two stars. The place you want is Uncle Chang's Changrela Hotel. What's so good about it, besides the name? The bellboys are all girls. They don't carry your bags, but they take off their shoes and walk barefoot through your back. Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be something, sir? Have the real beautiful bellhop with naked feet and the... I mean, she... Steady, Radar. Yes, sir. You want me to change your reservations? No. Well, that's the last time I arrange a tour for you. Just for that, I'm not going to tell you how the chambermaids wake you up in the morning. Have a nice, boring trip. <laughs> it just strikes you right off with a bang. And that's what I... I just love their... They're, I mean, we, and we say this a lot, but their chemistry is so amazing. When it's mm-hmm. on, it's perfect. You know, they're firing on all cylinders. The jokes are going. It's just <laughs> it's so well done. Oh, yeah. You know, it's hard to see Potter upset and angry. And this is probably one more towards my negative is that I think he got angry too quickly. You know, too right. ups- he got upset way too. You know, I, I, I mean, he just, all he did was get a bad report. He doesn't know who it is, but he just kind of goes crazy and takes it out on, you know, everybody. Mm. And that just didn't feel as much Potter to me. 
Yeah. Um, but I did like the fact, you know, when he was all getting upset and grumpy, that Radar, he finally softened with Radar and kind of semi-apologized for being so yeah. so rude to him. Because Radar is just sweet. And he, he, just, he doesn't know what's going on, you know? <laughs> Winchester was really good in this episode. I love the fact that he's so upset that he's being accused of being the informant. Charles, someone has been sending secret reports to the Inspector General about Colonel Potter. That's why he's packing it in. And someone has been insisting that you were the informer. Some nut. And you chose to believe this provocateur? You can't call me that. I might have known. There are no informers in my family. Winchesters do not spy. We do on occasion hire them. Uh, okay, it was a dumb thing to do. We apologize. Oh, you stupid jerks. It's come to this. I have just used the word jerk. Well, we're all slowing down, Charles. Yeah. Like, how could the, you know, we're friends. How could you accuse me of this? You know me better than this. Yeah, I like so, that. That was a nice nice kind of yes. add to the fact he's proper part of the character now, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just shows more character growth in him. Like, I mean, we know he's pompous. We know he's this. But he's like, how could they actually believe that I would do this to Potter? You know, he's still an army guy. He still respects everybody, even though yeah. he may not, you know, seem like he does most of the time. And, of course, I love the Hawkeye speech at the end to Potter. Look, Colonel, um, Sherman. You could give me a hundred good reasons to leave. And I can't give you one good reason to stay. Stay anyway. You know, where he's, where he actually, you see the true Hawkeye. Yeah. You know, where he's kind of, he's not pleading with him, but he's like, you know, we really want you to stay. Um, and it's just, it's so well done. I mean, other than, I think, Potter jumping to the conclusion too quickly and being super upset, I actually, I love this episode. I gave it nine out of ten, so... Oh wow, that's a that's a high yeah. score. It's yeah, it's one. It's it's definitely one high up on my end of one of my favorites, just because it's very Potter centric, and it's there's some really good moments between you know with Hawkeye, with Radar, with Potter, with Winchester. I think everybody gets a moment to shine in this episode. I, I really liked it, like like you. Um, I I really liked it. Uh, there's I actually quite like the his sudden harshness um, because really it start, as you say yeah because he starts this episode off with them being kind of like you know all pally pally and it's all like nice and smooth and then because you, you, you can actually see that he looks heartbroken when he, he thinks that somebody is you know he, oh yeah he, he's kind of like because he's you know he's an old school army guy as well at the same time it's, this could be one of the only places where he's actually been able to put his feet up a bit and as he says you know I, I, I let a lot go in this place and this is how you repay me and I quite like the fact that he, that he actually feels betrayed you know there's a betrayal yes. going on and it, it breaks his heart that you know he's you know he feels like he's suddenly got to go back to the old army school way of things and i quite i quite like that and i and i like the fact that he's angry with everybody and including radar but as you say he softens to him but when yeah. but the, the nice thing with the finding that it's benson who does it is when radar says that think and they say you can use a worse words because that dirty think <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love that so it's just such innocence of it all that's a radar yeah you know, Benson is just an asshole at the end of the day. But I mean, I suppose yeah. he's there to do to do a job. But you know, he just comes across as a smarmy bloke. But it's a great little ending as well. And and as you say, with Hawkeye's speech and, and him saying that, you know, I've got more excuse to leave than anybody because he's been there longer. Um, yeah. And but I don't I don't want you to go. And it, it's so nice, eh? It's such a nice thing. And especially the more singing for he's a jolly good fellow at the end. It's mm-hmm. a bit corny, but I really like that. You know, it's, it kind of ends on a nice high. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I, I mean, so you didn't think Potter just jumped to conclusions a little too soon, got upset? I mean, I understand he felt betrayed. 
you know, because these are, this is like he said, this mm. is like his family. And, you know, someone turning your back on you. Um, yeah. Over, it was something petty, too. You know, this general is just a bloated general, you know, who's upset, you know, that he didn't get taken care of immediately because he had shrapnel in his butt. Yeah, and we've seen that happen a load of times, and, and especially with, like, uh, you know, Hawkeye's had that, where there's, he's been court-martialed at least twice because of some, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you know, major or some kind of general who doesn't, who's took a thing to him, and Potter's always been there to stick up for him. And the same with Blake as well. Um, yeah. And then I suppose when you think about that, he's suddenly got being hauled under the coals himself and then having one of his own friends, who he, he thinks he's one of his own friends. It's also a kind of thing in a naivety as well. It's like Charles backs it up. It's not, Charles, I think, is not actually... Well, he's speaking about himself, but he's also referencing the rest of the camp. Like, how can you think it would be one of us? You know, not necessarily mm-hmm. just himself. And I think that's yeah. when you see Potter kind of like relent a little bit. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, but like I said, it's really. I'm glad you enjoyed it as well because I think mm-hmm. it's a really standout episode. Colonel, we got a little going away present for you. Sorry we didn't have time to gift wrap. I'm too pooped for puzzles. What are you getting at? May I present Corporal Joe Benson, snitch first class. His fingerprints are all over that pen in your back. Benson, this true? They make it sound worse than it is. If I could raise my arms, I'd flatten your nose. What'd I ever do to you, Corporal? It's Lieutenant, sir. Oh, commissioned weasel. Damn it, answer my question. It was an assignment, sir. I was sent by the Inspector General to work undercover. Why pick on us? Our record was clean as a whistle till you got here. Not according to Colonel Frank Webster, the third armor. He was a patient here a couple of months ago. Apparently, he wasn't too thrilled with the quality of your care. Webster? I don't remember any Webster. Me neither. I do. Came through triage with a tiny piece of shrapnel in his tush and a big chip on his shoulder. Got steamed when I told him he'd have to wait till the real casualties were treated. Well, you can't blame him. A wound like that could have kept him off a bar stool for several days. That still doesn't explain your negative reports, Benson. Look, you got to admit, from a military standpoint, things are pretty loose around here. Maybe. From a human standpoint, things are plenty tight. I'd trade your shoe shines and snappy salutes for a good surgeon any day. Even if he looks like us. I wouldn't go that far. Well, yeah. All right, Benson. Pack up your cloak and dagger and get out. Whatever you say, Colonel. Benson, you tell Webster if he ever gets in my way again, I'm going to put that shrapnel back where I found it. All right, cool. Let's move on to some behind the scenes. I think Meds has our first one. Yeah, uh, when BJ and Hawkeye are in the swamp, BJ's scarf is hanging down. And in the next shot, it is over his shoulder. And in the third shot, it's again hanging down. Continuity. Continuity, yep. Yep, they do have an issue with that every once in a while. <laughs> the Kentucky Derby is in May. If Potter came to MASH 4077 on September 25th, 1952, in the current timeline... This would have been May of 1953. Winchester would only have had to stay in this cesspool for a month and a half. Uh, it was a lot longer. Infamous timeline. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the Third Armored was never in the Korean conflict. So there that we go. Like a, a few mistakes like a, there. That, yeah, that seems like a big thing, though. Yeah. To not, you know, to not uh, fact check that. But you know, go. It happens. All right, and we have a fun fact. Gary Burkhoff, who obviously plays Radar, holds a patent on the Chum Magic. It's a fishing mm. tackle invention. He right. also has invented a fishing pole and a toilet seat lifting handle as well. So wow. Probably out, of, probably out of like necessity since he had a messed up hand. A, 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 yeah, I suppose it could have been. 
Yeah, so he's an inventor as well. That's cool. Never knew that. That, that, That's a fun fact. I like that fun fact. That is a fun fact, yes. (laughs) That truly is a fun (laughs) fact, yes. No, no, Waldo. All I want is my record cleaned up. Just get him to call off that surprise inspection. We got enough to do around here without putting on our Sunday best for a bunch of dust-sniffing yahoos. Thanks, I appreciate it. What? Am I staying? I'll get back to you. Are you staying, Colonel? I must admit this is a load off my mind, but I haven't seen Mildred in a long time. I haven't seen Peg, but I'm staying. It's been a long war. I passed my prime about ten squares back. Look, Colonel, um, Sherman, you could give me a hundred good reasons to leave, and I can't give you one good reason to stay. Stay anyway. What he said. Please. Well, I'll have to think about it for a while. What the hell, I'll stay. <laughs> Thank you, Colonel. You regret every minute of it. I probably will. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the Internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button, or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geekyfanboy. And you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we both gave it thumbs up. What did you give it? I didn't hear a number. Did you give it? Uh, uh, I'd say I, I, I'm giving it about uh, eight. Okay. Well, that's good. Eight to eight, eight, ten. Yeah. Yeah. I was tempted, cool. to, I was tempted for a seven and a half, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm going, I'm going for eight. Okay, good. Good, good, good. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. See you in private. What's going on? We're getting up a surprise party. Wanted to know if you'd be the guest of honor. Hit, Major. Um, oh, he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. We nobody can deny. Thank you, folks. That was really lousy. <laughs> well, what do you expect with very little talent and only five minutes preparation? <laughs> okay, Denny. Excuse me, sir. Pardon me, Mrs. Potter. Right this way. Oh, that dumb white icing again. This is leftover derby. Well, half a hat is better than none. (laughs) One candle, what's that for? It's your first day back. I want to apologize for being so surly. You people are the best there is. I should have realized that. I'm sorry. Uh, Why don't you make a wish and blow it out, sir? I'll make a wish for all of us. Peace. That was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. 
Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Mash fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world, so if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. And George Weiner plays... uh, That's Corporal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And we... And of course we have the return of Eden Kent, who... who, uh, I should just read what I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) 